Hello, God morning, greetings, best of day to you. (laughs) Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is August 1. Well, guys, it looks like that doggone coronavirus is spreading. I don't want to give it life. I want to just keep us in deep prayer for it. Um, So here's a prayer for all those affected by the coronavirus, the Delta variant, just any sickness at all. It's so sad. Lord Jesus, you heal the sick. We pray that the coronavirus that has affected so many in our world can be contained, controlled, and cured. We lift up your mercy to all those affected, all those working hard to study and cure this illness, and all healthcare professionals and emergency management teams that are working day and night to keep us safe. Help us, Lord, to trust in your merciful care. Pray for us. Lord Jesus, hear our prayer. Amen. I want to jump right into the Bible uh, today. And there was a question posed in the Bible. It says, how can I feel secure in the Lord during troubled times? Well, when you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can be certain of one thing in any time of trouble, suffering, hardship, difficulty, pain, or tragedy. The Lord is with you. Time and again in his word, he assures you of his presence. Chronicles 2 says, The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. Also in Chronicles, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Jeremiah 42 says, Do not be afraid of him, says the Lord, for I am with you to save you and deliver you from his hand. And Hagar 2 says, And be strong, all you people of the land, says the Lord, and work, for I am with you. Jesus said the same thing to his disciples. I am always with you. The Apostle Paul considered this truth and asked, If God is for us, who can be against us? Well, don't answer that question too quickly. The truth is, many people can rise up against us. They can cheat us, harass us, persecute us, insult us, mock us, and even physically injure us. But here's the point. In the end, they cannot win. That is why Jesus said, you will be betrayed and they will put some of you to death and you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but not a hair of your head shall be lost. If you belong to God, he gives you the eternal victory, period. No one can take away what he has so freely provided for you. 
When rough times come, immerse yourself in God's word. Read his promises to you. His beloved child, read about his power, his strength, his wisdom, and his love. Read how he has helped countless men and women through the ages as they trusted in him. Read about his saving, delivering, and restoring power. The more you read and study God's word, the stronger your faith will grow. The more you trust God, the more you will grow in your understanding that he is trustworthy in all things at all times. The more you take courage in the Lord's presence with you, the more secure you will feel even in the most troubling of times and the most trying of circumstances. Because the Lord alone is your security, every moment of your life is safe. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And good morning, God. You are ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son. For my family, friends, and neighbors, I love them, every one. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There's nothing greater in my life than my love for God 
above. Amen. Amen. August 1st, I'll be. Wow. (laughs) There is a delicious gladness that comes from God. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. Waiting is part of ordinary time. We discover God in our waiting. Waiting in checkout lines. Waiting for the telephone to ring. Waiting for graduation. Waiting for promotion. Waiting to retire. Waiting to die. The waiting itself becomes a prayer as we give our waiting to God. In waiting, we begin to get in touch with the rhythms of life, stillness and action, listening and decision. They are the rhythms of God. In it, in every day, and the common place that we learn patience, acceptance, and contentment. Amen. Amen. Wow. Dear Lord, we are living in the midst of catastrophic occurrences. Hurricanes, as well as other weather conditions, are destroying communities and cities. People have lost their homes and they are emotionally devastated. Morals and ethics are decaying. The cries of the hungry, elderly, children, women, and the hurting are relentless and frequently ignored. Clearing this is a season for the church to be visible ambassadors with your heart, your compassion, and your unending love. Father, help us to show our humanity to those in need without any care about their ethnicity, lifestyle, or religious beliefs. Let us be your arms of service and your voice of love and consolation. Make us mindful of the fact that our faith must also be manifested in the work we do for others. Strengthen us so our desire to give comfort and financial assistance does not waver. As the government becomes apathetic and hostile, remind us the work of the church is not finished. Assist us in our labor for you. Allow resources to be abundant but not abused. Provide funds and a method of distribution so people obtain the relief required to live and to recover. Bless us with favor for the good of those who require aid. Then, Lord, please send the Holy Spirit to intervene and restore belief in you and the church to those who have lost their faith and to those who never claimed you as their Lord and Savior. And as we provide assistance, help us not to neglect the most important work, the work of prayer. Let us remember it is the hardest work and the work which must always precede our efforts. Father, help us to be a blessing and to remember in these times the church is on trial. The unsaved are watching. The world is observing. Our faiths are noticing. Let them see us as your light and know that you are love. 
You have called us to be the salt of the earth. Now in this hour of ungodly devastation, equip us with all we need spiritually, emotionally, and financially to be kingdom representatives for you, working tirelessly, compassionately, prayerfully, and in unity. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be back with more prayers. In God's way, day by day, God desires to live with you forever. Psalm 119 says, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. What does God say? Anytime we face an issue that we know is truly important, we need to go to the word of God to find out what God says on the matter. God has not left out any topic. He has left no void regarding those things that are most important in life. The Bible is God's viewpoint. It is his opinion, his counsel, and his advice. God's commandments, statutes, precepts, and principles cover all of life's situations. We need to ponder God's word, read it, study it, memorize it, think about it, and consider it. In doing so, we discover the wise way to handle life and to respond to the difficult situations we all face. Amen. And God's purpose for your life? Galatians 5, the flesh sets its desire against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Choose his spirit. Today, understand that some of the struggles you are experiencing with God are because of your self-will and insistence on controlling your own life and path. Your flesh will fight against God's spirit for rulership, driven by the desire to soothe the profound hungers within you. With your mind, you may very well acknowledge, yes, the Lord knows what is best, but in practice, you continue to strive for independence and self-determination. Sadly, the biggest problems you face will usually occur in the same areas where you insist on having control, unaware that your efforts are actually making things worse rather than better. Amen. Friend, do not fear handing your life over to God. What you must ask is, would God deny me anything that is truly good for me? Would Jesus, the Savior who gave his life on the cross, really say no to something that would truly bless me, build me up, or strengthen me? I hope you realize the answer is, of course not. If God says wait or no to something you've been praying for, it is because he has a good reason for it. Therefore, stop fighting, trust him, and walk in his spirit. Jesus, reveal the fleshly areas I'm still trying to control and help me to be free. 
I choose to walk by your spirit. Amen. Okay, remember In Touch magazine. (laughs) I had taken the magazine with me somewhere to read. And I left it. And oh boy, have I missed it. So here we are back on track, August 1. In Touch magazine says, Truth that nourishes the good life. For each of us, this phrase conjures up something different. What is it for you? Vast wealth, sunny days free from responsibility, perfect health, a powerful position. We all long for whatever we think will make everything just right. But that joy is ersatz, a word that means synthetic or artificial. Think of a child's kitchen playset, the kind with plastic pork chops and foam bread. When the little one brings us a heaping plate of food, we only pretend to eat it. The same is true of our misplaced desires. They look enticing, but will leave us empty. Instead, we must seek out the life Christ presents and feast on his truth. In 1 Timothy 6, Paul tells his pupils, Instruct those who are rich in this present world not to be conceited or to set their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. Only through him can we take hold of that which is truly life. Amen. Love it, love it, love it. And commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Build on your center. We have become obsessed with our ends, the goals and dreams God gives us in our hearts. But forget about our center, our foundation in Christ, that is the strength and source of wisdom that makes those goals and dreams possible. If we do not cling to the center and do everything assigned to us from the center, well, what does it really matter? If we are doing it in our own strength rather than through his, from the center is what we, is what we are doing really from him. Mm, That was interesting. It says if we are doing it in our own strength rather than through his, through his from the center is what we're doing really from him. Okay. Or is it just to look better to others or ease our consciences? Are we choosing to pursue our purpose more than we pursue God himself? Hmm. Father, continually to to remind me today that it is all about you. You are the center of my life. Help me to escape the trap of focusing on my circumstances, my plans, my strengths, and even my weaknesses. Let my focus turn to you as the strength and source of everything in my life. You deserve all glory and honor in you alone are able to complete that which you started in me. As I keep my eyes on you, 
lead me into the purpose you have destined for me today. In the name of Jesus, amen. And now our daily prayer. Close your eyes, bow your head, and repeat after me. (laughs) Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, Help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me today. We just got our blessings started. Um, It's going to be an interesting day, but if we put our focus on God, he's going to make it an awesome day. Okay, so I want you to pay attention to where God shows up, acknowledge him, thank him, continue to praise him always. And I'll see you tomorrow where we will pray some more. Have a great day. Bye for now.